0: Welcome to God a daily reading of holy texts known in the unification community as Hundukwe. Today we are reading from True Mother, hak Moon, an anthology. Book 2, Part 1, Section 2, The Mission of Eve Beloved Japanese members, may God and True Parents' blessing be with your families. As a mother, when I was observing from the sidelines, I thought about many things as I watched True Father meet with the leaders of the Japanese movement. Every time True Father emphasized the mission of Eve to the Japanese members, I felt very close to the Japanese members. This is because I am also an Eve. A mother's love is sacrificial. If the lord of the second coming is the groom, then Eve is the bride, and Christianity, as the original bride, should have taken responsibility for Eve's mission. However, Christianity opposed Father. Therefore the bride betrayed the groom. That is why True Father is sorrowful. Without any foundation, he had to go through the 40-year worldwide wilderness course all alone. True Father had to search for a bride again. That is how he came to establish the Worldwide Unification Church in place of worldwide Christianity. And furthermore, Japan was chosen as the Eve Nation. Even the fact that there are more Japanese-blessed families than Korean-blessed families is because True Father chose Japan to be the Eve Nation and blessed her as the Nation of the Bride. This is why Korea, which is the providential Adam Nation, and Japan are in a relationship bound by destiny and must unite. I am sure you are very well aware that the providence of the international marriage blessing between Koreans and Japanese is the providential bridge that will connect these two nations. Also, please remember that the Koreans living in Japan have an important role to play in the restoration of the Adam Nation and the reunification of North and South Korea. Eve is in the position of the bride as well as those of the daughter and mother. Therefore, Eve has the mission of the bride, daughter, and mother. That is why Father has called on you to dedicate yourselves and be responsible for the economic aspect of world restoration. You have been called to a position of sacrifice before God and True Parents to attend them wholeheartedly and offer up everything you have. True Father has continuously emphasized economic restoration and fundraising to the Japanese members, asking them to take on a lot of responsibility. True Father is very strict when he gives out a command to the Japanese leaders. He does not budge or give in. However, when he comes back to his room and prays, he weeps as he thinks about the difficult situation of the Japanese members. One by one, he calls out the names of the leaders who are responsible for Japan's providence of restoration and prays for them in tears. He offers unending devotions in support of the Japanese members. To her parents, a daughter will always be a source of joy and comfort. Even when the parents are tired and worn out, the daughter's bright and cheerful demeanor will melt away the parents' fatigue. In the same way, Japanese members are the representatives that can stand in the position to return joy and comfort to God and true parents. Please don't forget this. A mother will endure any sacrifice if it is for the sake of her child. Those of you who have given birth may know this, but who else other than the mother will be willing to bear the pain of childbirth? This demonstrates the sacrificial nature of a mother's love. Let us go forward strongly and boldly. We held the founding rally for the Women's Federation for Peace in Asia on September 17, 1991. From now on, Asia's peace and prosperity depend on women. We have gathered together here today for the sake of God's providence. We are making a new start in the position of Eve, who has historically indemnified Eve's betrayal of God's love. We have gathered here to elevate the providence of restoration to a new level by establishing a women's organization associated with the Unification Church to work for world peace and unification. Through his historic meeting and conferences in Moscow in 1990, True Father completed the restoration of the first son on the worldwide level, and proclaimed this through Chil Chol. That is why, from now on, the Cain realms on the family, race, nation, and worldwide levels will slowly collapse. True Father is now emphasizing returning to our hometowns in order to connect to the restoration of the right of the eldest son to the restoration of the right of parents. The right of the eldest son and the right of the parents were lost in the first family, So, in order to recover them, you must return to your hometowns where your families reside and establish the foundation for restoration centering on your tribe. What remains for us to do is to build the kingdom of heaven on earth and in heaven by restoring the right of the king. Standing on the foundation of the Federation for World Peace and the Religious Federation for World Peace, our mission is to complete the restoration of the right of the king. My heart is torn because, as a mother, I know your situation better than anyone else, and I would like to tell you all to take a rest. However, I cannot do that, because I know God's will, and I see True Father working so hard. I hope I was able to convey my heart to you today. I wish I could visit your homes and listen to your stories and situations and meet your children. The children of blessed families are God's hope. Please do not lose courage. Let us go forward strongly and boldly. True Father and I will continuously pray for you and your descendants. Section 3 the way the Women's Federation for Peace in Asia should go. Beloved members of Women's Federation for World Peace in Asia and Japanese representatives who have come across the sea to celebrate with us, I believe that this assembly today has very great historical significance for women. The opening of this WFPA National Assembly for a World of Peace and Love is not a random occurrence, but a matter of destiny, a necessity of the swift flow of history. Until now, the role of men has been emphasized. The world order and social systems have been centered on men, because in past history, the ruling philosophy has been the logic of power. However, the present age is different. Today, history is demanding peace, compromise, compassion, love, tolerance, service, and sacrifice. The problems of this age cannot be solved by men's logic of power alone. A Movement for Unification Through God's Love Last year, on April 11th, my husband, the Reverend Sun Myung Moon, and I visited Moscow and met President Gorbachev in the Kremlin, which had been the inner sanctum of the World Communist Bloc. At that time, my husband advised President Gorbachev, The victory of the Soviet Union depends on whether or not you are centered on God, and declared, Atheism can lead only to self destruction and disaster. He also advised that the way for the Soviet Union to survive would be to pull down the statues of Lenin, the father of the Communist Revolution grant religious freedom, and teach the people religious values. Since that time, the Soviet Union has been changing rapidly. In particular, the response to my husband and the Unification Church has been completely revolutionary. More than 5,000 Soviet students and more than 1,000 professors and political leaders have received Unification Principle education. You are probably well aware of the difficulties Reverend Moon has endured in Korean society. The persecution that he has met due to the established church's misunderstanding of the teaching and his work is inexpressible. He has received opposition not only from North Korean communists, but also from the governments of South Korea and the United States, where he suffered incarceration in Danbury Prison. I have shed so many tears as I supported my husband. The course I have followed as a wife, believing in and supporting a man as he, experienced incredible suffering in order to go the way of God's will while also being the mother of 13 children, has not been easy. The reason God created humankind is that he absolutely needs a partner whom he can love. In human society, parents want their children to become greater than themselves. This is because when God created human beings, he installed in them the root of an embracing heart of true love. It is because of true love from God that we naturally desire that our object partners be better than ourselves. True love originates in the absolute love of God, In love there is the right of inheritance and the bond of oneness, through which the concept of eternal life is established. A family and society that practice true love will develop and will never perish. Today I think that we must consider the following three facets of love for opening a new era of virtue and value, which will establish world peace through the practice of true love. Wives, mothers, women who can be trusted as God is trusted. First we must become mothers whom our children can trust as they trust God. Mother's love is sacrificial. Therefore, with this sacrificial mother's love, we must be able to revive the lives of people who are dying from corruption and who are afflicted with sin. Second, we must become wives whom our husbands can trust as they trust God. The key to this is absolute fidelity towards our husbands. A wife's fidelity is a distinctive virtue. My husband, the Rev. Sun Myung Moon, has discovered that the disobedience of God's commandment by the first human ancestors, eating of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil was a sexual sin that destroyed the order of love and lineage. I cannot but proclaim that this unification principle, which will save mankind from the swamp of immorality and corruption, is the gospel of gospels. Third, we should become women, fellow citizens, whom the nation can trust as it trusts God. The thing that women must treasure and preserve is their chastity. What a daughter can do to make her parents happy is to keep her chastity. Where can we find the peace of the family, society, and nation? Where does the peace of Asia and the world start from, centering on what will it be established? It is not realized by the actions of politicians or economists, nor is it realized by international meetings and interchanges. We have to realize the fact that the bud of peace sprouts from the family where love dwells. In particular, we, the Korean chapter of the Women's Federation for Peace in Asia, a gathering of such families bound together by true love, have to constructively pursue efforts for the unification of the North and the South, to link this divided peninsula by the true love of God. I will move on from the Women's Federation for Peace in Asia to organize the Women's Federation for World Peace, bringing together the women of the six continents of the world who share our determination. Let us all devote our constructive efforts for this holy task. Finally, the purpose of this national rally here today is to mark the establishment of the Family Federation for World Peace with a commitment to make God's ideals blossom throughout the world. I will conclude my speech by wishing that God's blessing be present in your families. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Tune in tomorrow for a reading on The Unity of the World and Humankind's Responsibility.